Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a talk about the chest glitch in the menagerie. And I want to talk about why this needs to be addressed. Hopefully we can find a middle ground. I know lots of people like it. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, and if you miss the content, you can always watch it on YouTube. Hit like and subscribe on YouTube. It's a great way to help me. And it does hit the audio platforms as well. Now, a lot of people think I'm trying to be like Scrooge here and take away everybody's fun because I think the chest farm in the menagerie needs to be addressed. You're like, what is he talking about? I'll explain it to you in a brief moment. Just so you know, I'm not trying to take away people's fun. I'm trying to think long term. I'm trying to think about future grind and future weapon and loot pursuits and how we need to land in a middle space. Up to now, we've had, you know, a lot of things that weren't all that rewarding. This feels like it's maybe a little bit too rewarding. It also feels a little bit lopsided with respect to rune farming and then actually going into the menagerie itself. So I'm going to be addressing a lot of different things in this talk. I want to actually give you guys my thoughts on ways that they could make the grind good but maybe a little bit more balanced and a little bit more measured. So first we're going to talk about what is it? What is this chest glitch? You know, how do you how do you achieve it? And, you know, has Bungie addressed it? Have they said anything? Number two, we're going to talk about why does this matter? Why are you making a video about this? Who the heck cares? Just let people have their fun. And then lastly, I want to talk about a middle ground, a middle ground where we can land. We had some really good discussion this morning. People gave me some really good feedback before we got into the talk. That's going to inform this a little bit. I'm not going to land so hard so harshly on this i did have an exchange with fallout plays and true vanguard on twitter where they think it's great i know mtash made a video where he thinks it's good because you can actually go for god rolls instead of settling for good rolls so i'm going to try to interact with some of those thoughts and ideas too because there are lots of people in the community who have basically said if they patch the chest farm i'm not going to do menagerie anymore and i think it's important to address that so first what is it So basically, whenever you leave the room and the name of the location changes, it resets the instance where the chest is. So you beat the boss, open the chest, you can leave the room, and then as soon as the name changes, you can go back in and it resets the room. This is a callback to House of Wolves. If you were around during House of Wolves, you could leave the public area and come back and open up the Queen's chest for a chance at treasure keys, right? This is also how you reset Lost Sectors. If you're doing a Lost Sector farm for something back when we had, you know, the things you had to do for Faction Rally, you'd leave and you'd come back and it led to some exploits with some of the the Lost Sectors being, you know, you could reset them and not have to kill the boss over and over again. So what this does is it enables people to open the chest, you know, anywhere from five to, if they're really, really fast, somebody this morning said they opened it like nine or ten times before time ran out. Now somebody's like, why is the timer so high? The timer's really, really high at the end of the instance because you can wander around and look for lore. There might even be secrets we haven't discovered yet. Maybe there's time secrets. Maybe there's something in heroic mode that's going to require you to have that extra time at the end. Generally speaking, I don't think the timer is there to enable you to reset the instance to open the chest multiple times. When you come back in the room, you even hear the boss die again and all these sounds proc that don't even seem to make sense. Now... We've heard, we've heard, this is a little bit of hearsay, but I, I, I believe that the people telling me this in chat are reliable. There are people that said they saw Dylan, which is uh, one of the community managers, DMG. He was in T-Rex's chat as well as Leopard's chat and said this will be addressed. It's not intended. And a lot of people are already upset hearing that that might be something that happens. They're like, well, I'm not going to run it. This is ridiculous. So let's talk about why does this matter? The reason that I'm talking about this is because I think this is such a good decision with respect to 
you can pick the gun you want you can pick the masterwork we have so much intentionality in our loot pursuit but i do think there's a danger in giving you far too much efficiency in your loot pursuits and the reason for that is right now we're already seeing that happening people are like as soon as they patch this i'm done well let me just give you a little bit of perspective i'm not saying that needs to be completely done away with but let me give you some perspective up until now there has never been a farm or a grind in destiny that was this efficient if you ran the nightfall over and over again even now at the high score the gun doesn't even drop every time if you're farming for the warden's law in the warden of nothing nightfall you could farm it four or five sometimes six or seven times and the gun doesn't even drop and then it finally drops and it might not have the role you want on it now some people pushed back and said but lono you got to farm for the runes first you got to include that in the timeline here so if it takes you an hour to get let's say five runes for the hand cannon well then you can go in and you can pop the chest five times so it's an hour for the runes and then you know 10 to 15 minutes for the menagerie and somebody would say you know an hour and 15 minutes an hour and a half for five guns isn't that bad of a turnover rate my concern would be that this is going to set expectations for future content if future content lands in september and it doesn't give you the ability to get loot turnover this quickly or this intentionally with respect to like i want this specific gun with the spe- with this specific masterwork you're going to start to really see people not enjoy the content you know this is what happened when we went from black armory to season of the drifter people love the intentionality of ada's bounties and then we got into the reckoning and we were like this is terrible the drop rate's awful there's no intentionality you took our power away we don't like this and that's why it was celebrated when we saw oh i can literally create the chalice orientation that i want and get the gun and masterwork that i want that intentionality was celebrated but i think we're over pivoting a little bit and that's why I think it's important to land in a middle ground. Even if you only got one gun per run in the menagerie, okay? If you include the rune farm, and then you got to run the, the menagerie five times to get your five hand cannons, that is still a faster and more efficient turnover rate of loot that you want than virtually any piece of content that Destiny has ever had. The most intentional prior to this would have maybe been skeleton keys in the nightfall or maybe the extra chests in wrath of the machine because you knew like this is the chest that can drop the gauntlets i'm going to use my key on this chest but even then you could only open it you know once a week per character so i would think we need to keep that in mind we don't want to overcorrect and then make every piece of content either far too intel- intentional far too efficient or then you end up with a dissonance in the game where the rest of the loot pursuits they add in September aren't as good as Menagerie or aren't as fast as Menagerie and then people ultimately would reject that content and say I don't really like this so here's why I think they need to go for a middle ground okay let's talk about middle ground if you remember in the verdant forest you could basically give yourself enough time to almost guarantee at the end that you had plenty of time to kill and farm the five bosses and when you killed all five bosses you got five chests i think an element of that idea of if you do a certain thing or you satisfy certain challenges then there's three chests at the end and you can open it three times kind of a middle ground i think i think three drops at the end of a run is sufficient you know you get three guns you check the rolls not good enough run it back run it again you're also rewarding people for playing well or satisfying challenges a really good piece of feedback this morning was i said and then somebody actually said the idea later on in chat like they had the exact same idea later on was what if you get all the way to like the very very end of an encounter i think it's like you get to the third the boss spawns like a third time 
you fill the bar as much as possible. It's like a 50% fill. What if that gave you a chest? And if you did it again on the second encounter, that gave you another chest. So those would be two bonus chests on top of the actual main chest at the end for killing the boss. So again, you're you're satisfying a mechanic, you're satisfying some sort of speed run element to where okay, now I can open it three times. Because again, I think we've really really overcorrected. And someone's saying it's been broken too long at this point to change it. I completely disagree with that sentimentality. You don't just leave things broken because again, it sets expectation. How many casual players haven't gone to this farm yet? How many casual players haven't really learned or figured it out yet? Once it permeates and spreads over the next month down into the players who engage you know, even less with the content than we do. Again, you're setting expectations for future content and and potentially they might not be able to do this. Now, I will say this at the end here, okay? This may be the direction the game needs to go. Maybe that's the direction the game needs to go. Maybe we should be ending encounters and getting five weapons or six weapons and combing over the rolls. Maybe we need to go that route because if in, in September and beyond, Bungie starts adding more perks, more perk depth, and more customization to your armor pieces, to your weapons, and beyond, you're going to need to have far more loot dropping in your lap at quicker intervals. So maybe I'm wrong here. And if I'm wrong, I'll happily admit that in September, but like they've added so much diversity and so much dynamic dynamic differences between the perks you know there's seven perks on a gun now and there's four or five extra perks on armor now the the, the time it's going to take you the the likelihood of getting a god roll goes down when there's that many perks on a gun if right now a warden's law had six perks on it instead of three you know how long it would take to get a god roll but if you're getting multiple versions of the gun after every run if you're getting you know a ton of a ton of drops then that kind of works in harmony with that that is obviously leaning a little bit more towards a min maxing game that was one of my criticisms of anthem is you're not raining loot in our lap i can't really min max that's something that division does very well so if they're gonna go that route i'm okay with drop rates being really really high but if they're not going to go that route and they're going to keep things kind of in the lane that they're in right now, you've really got to be careful because you don't want to ever spoil the player with far too much generosity for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're going to get stuff way too fast and be done with the content really, really quickly. Number two, it sets expectations for all future content. If any future content is not, it's not that rewarding or not that intentional, folks are going to stiff arm it and be like, I don't, I don't want to play this. This isn't as good as it was. So we need to consider that going forward. A nice middle ground, or maybe the game is getting completely retooled to be more like a min-maxing. As always, if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all my content, I appreciate you listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about the Menagerie chest glitch, saying that, like, we need a happy medium. It's not that bad, but they, they can't be this rewarding. I don't think a lot of future content is not going to be this rewarding. I don't think. Maybe it will, but I, I kind of took a stance on it. We're going to jump into questions now. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live at twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Uh, or if you're watching on YouTube, you can hit like and subscribe. That's an easy way to support me. We may jump into some Iron Banner while I'm taking these questions. I'm still trying to get a Spike Nade Swarm, and I want the opportunity to maybe get a couple to drop. It'll be a little distracting to play PvP while doing questions, so I'll probably play super casual, just like be in games and shoot a couple people. Uh, so let me take the first first question here. 
Gaz TTV says, do you think Mountaintop Recluse will get nerfed in Shadowkeep? I don't know. I mean, we talked about it a little bit this morning. When someone runs Mountaintop and Recluse in PvP, the time to kill is almost, it's kind of absurd. I mean, they soften you up by having a grenade hit anywhere close to you, wall, floor, ceiling, or they hit you directly. And then they switch to Recluse, and I mean, you die almost instantaneously. The only competition I could really bring against people that were efficiently running that was to run Lord of Wolves. And Lord of Wolves is absurd right now. And and beyond that, beyond that, like even if you just look at uh even if you just look at the the way that like the mountaintop is being used in PvE against bosses and stuff, it seems to be out of step and recluse as well they seem to be out of step with how strong items are in pve uh, and and so that i think is a danger i think in general there's always going to be that danger of if you make things really really strong then people chase them but then when you get stuff that's really really strong it kind of tips the scales I do not want people's hard-earned gear nerfed. Like, I don't want people to have their recluse and their mountaintop to suddenly feel like junk. I don't want that. I don't want your prized possessions to suddenly feel like, oh, man, this is junk. This isn't as good as it once was. I don't want that for you. Um, But at the same time, at the same time, they have to consider how strong the items are. Are they way faster at killing enemies and, and people and... I mean, is is there an element to it that is broken? Would be the the bigger and better question to ask. Like, are we, you know, are we are we creating are we creating you know problematic, you know, items in the game? Is I think a better question to ask, because whenever you're whenever you're making a game like this, that's always going to be the dilemma. If we make things that are really, really strong, people are going to want to chase them. When people get stuff that's really, really strong, it runs the risk of tipping the scales. Uh, Again, when I was getting killed by Mountaintop Recluse combination, I'm like, that guy deserves to have dope stuff. That's a heck of a grind, especially the Mountaintop. But when there's literally nothing you can do, it is you die so fast. I felt like I was playing Call of Duty. I mean, I literally did. I felt like I was playing Call of Duty. My character was shredded within seconds. And the only way I ever shut down that rush was with a Lord of Wolves, and people would argue that Lord of Wolves is broken. So they just have to consider they have to consider that going forward. I just I don't know how you make how do you make strong gear that that warrants being chased without having strong gear that disrupts balance it just it i don't know what to do i think recluse in general and pve may need to be toned down slightly but i'm not going to campaign for that right i'm I'm not going to campaign for that just like outbreak perfected probably needs to be toned down like you can't stack x number of you know x number of um stacks right the uh what are they called the uh, the nanites. They're going to have to limit how many nanites you can stack on a boss because again, it's a primary weapon that's that's performing DPS levels that are almost, you know, kind of absurd. I'm not going to campaign for that, but Bungie just has to consider that going forward. Like you can really really number 1, you can make future content not that interesting because you have stuff that is so insanely strong right now. And number two, you make it really, really hard for people to pivot within their loadouts and builds. You feel like you have to run meta 
in certain content. I mean, one of the reasons they toned down Phoenix Protocol rigs, shards, and other exotics that reward you your super back is because it was going to really, really invalidate future content and future challenges. The same thing happened with Touch of Malice. Touch of Malice being able to leave a Titan Bubble, maintain blessing and weapons when you ran two Titan Bubbles was going to upset balance in future content. Wrath of the Machine was going to be a, a breeze. I mean, it, it, even still, it kind of was. But it would have been even more of a breeze if people would have been able to go into those damage checks of wrath of the machine with double double titan bubble and and touch of malice so you always have to consider power now can limit things in the future and recluse mountaintop combo and crucible recluse's power in pve outbreaks power in pve these are all things that they're going to have to potentially tweak i don't want them to but I think that's just kind of the nature of Destiny at this point. They almost throw stuff at the wall. Ooh, look how strong it is. Oh, frick, that thing's way higher than we wanted it to be. We're going to have to bring it down a little bit. And I know people are always like, stop nerfing, just buff everything else. To a certain degree, if you buffed everything else, number one, that makes those pinnacle weapons less appealing and less special. And number two, you would probably turn the Crucible into Call of Duty. The time to kill on, on, on everybody would be just insanely low. Mighty Delicious says, what is your main hand cannon and how do I get it? If you're talking about the one that I've run most of the time, which is the Warden's Law, you farm the Warden of Nothing Nightfall for it. If you're talking about this thing, the Awestringer, you can farm the Menagerie for it. The recipe link is in chat. Uh, Mad Mardigan, thank you so much for 27 months. Crazy Dr. G with a Prime sub a little bit ago. Thank you so much for that brand new Prime sub. Uh, Alamand1, do you think that it would be a good compromise to make three rewards from the chest? People have said looking for god rolls is the true point of menagerie because of the amount of drops you can get. 13 months from Floyd, thank you. Um, I'm at the reset matchmaking. We just, we can't get anything going here. Um, and I just ranked up my infamy somehow. Uh, there, yeah, I mean, there, there would need to be, um, there would need to be something done and I already outlined an idea where if you satisfy challenges during the actual menagerie there would be three chests similar to how there were five chests at the end of the Verdant Forest if you did it properly um, thank you Floyd for 13 months uh, let's see here Link Sacrifice do you think runes should drop from public events I think runes dropping from strikes or crucible is totally fine and I think that the rune finder being active in those events like i don't know i think it's a totally fine turnover rate i don't know I, I, you asked this question the other day i think uh more cat what would you think of a chalice for iron banner would decrease engagement or stay about the same okay here's the thing with the chalice that is is already happening it's setting expectations because I'm agreeing with you, but then I'm wanting, I'm wanting to kind of stop short and be like, is that a good decision? I don't know. Like I thought the same thing. What if in my inventory, I had like the iron banner shield and instead of a chalice, I would hit the button on the iron banner shield. I would come into a menu like this and then the iron banner shield would be in the middle and I would be putting in these like tokens that I get from playing iron banner and it would make it so after the next game of iron banner, it spits out that weapon now personally i think that's a really good system if the things you need to to fill to fill these slots in iron banner would come from iron banner so like every so many games you could get an intentional drop every so many games you know like i don't know what every third game you'd be able to be like all right let's go let me try and get this this drop here because the other day 
I mean, especially when matchmaking is this freaking abysmal. The other day, it was like, we I don't know how many games we played, and it was like, I didn't get a single weapon. It was like four or five games in a row, no weapon. And by the time we were done with our play session, I think I got like maybe three or four weapons after like, I don't know, hour and a half, maybe two hours of play. I walked away with four weapons. And the weapon pool is pretty big, so I didn't get any chances at the grenade launcher. I got the SMG, I got the pulse, I got, uh, and I forget what else I got, the rocket launcher. And I was like, dude, I'm not even getting the grenade launcher to drop. So it'd be cool if we could get something like that. This is truly awful. This matchmaking is truly terrible. I don't know why it's taking so long. This could be related to the outages, though. Um, There are some nationwide outages. I assumed today and tomorrow matchmaking would be fast. I mean, Crucible is up into the, you know, almost 800,000s on Destiny Tracker. Um, I wonder what Guardian GG is looking like. Like, this is taking a really, really long time. This could be skill-based matchmaking, though. I may just have to solo queue. Uh, 613,000 people played Crucible yesterday, according to Guardian.gg. So, again, this could be related to some of the outages across uh, America. My Cousin Vinny, once we fully upgrade our Chalice, what are the extra Imperials going to be used for, or what do you think they'll be used for? They'll stop dropping, as far as I know. OP Mark, with the glitch getting fixed, what do you think about getting chests at the end of each encounter? This is another suggestion that people made. Unfortunately, if you get a chest at the end of every encounter, you're going to motivate people to not play efficiently. You're going to be playing and you'll like you'll not want to fill the bar. So you want to like kill some kill some enemies, kill the boss and then hide. So time runs out and then there's your chest right so and that would be really really boring because basically what you're going to be doing doing that is is you're maximizing your drops by not playing efficiently that'd be kind of stupid it's not a terrible idea but it wouldn't work it wouldn't work I said if you complete it at the end of each encounter if you complete it hit the points Right, and that's that idea has already been outlined, Mark. So we already outlined that idea, so maybe you're just phrasing it differently. If you flawless the first one, it fills half the bar. That's one chest. Flawless the second one, that's another chest. And then the final chest, that's three. We already outlined that idea. Uh, MXYK. Do you believe Heroic Menagerie will have life in a few weeks once everyone gets their swords and triumphs? What incentives could they offer, aside from perhaps curated weapons, to encourage running Heroic instead of normal? I honestly don't know. Right, think about it like this. Think about it like this. If if nobody... Because you, you have a Delta and you have Extinguish. And so if generally people feel like, eh, it's okay, but I'm getting... I keep getting bounced. I keep getting bumped uh, to orbit. Then I, I, I think that's a problem, right? I think in general, you're going to have people feeling like, oh man, it's too punishing. Oh man, this is too hard. And I feel like when that happens, that's when disengagement takes place. But if the rewards are really good, that's when engagement is maintained. It's really hard to maintain engagement if two things are happening. If drops are bad and the, and the, and, and if the rewards aren't you know good and the, and the content's punishing, just look at reckoning. Drops non-existent, right? Almost impossible to get the gear that you want. And then compound that problem with it was pretty punishing. It was pretty easy to fail 
the reckoning like a lot of people are like reckoning is not that hard you're right reckoning isn't that hard the issue with reckoning was that it was punishing so you would you would easily get bounced off the wall and if you got bounced off the wall you know or off the bridge i'm sorry if you got bounced off the bridge that was a fail more than likely it was a fail because you needed supers you needed your you needed your you know your your well of radiance you needed your tether you needed those things and if you didn't have those things then you would quickly quickly get demolished on the bridge there were the snipers there were all kind of things that were leading to people not being able to complete reckoning so that's one of the things that has to be considered for all future content is if you're going to make it punishing it's got to be really really rewarding like the drops have got to be awesome and I think that's one of the dangers right now uh, with heroic mode it's not out yet so we don't know but that would be my concern is that the rewards better be just unbelievably good it, it's got to be it's got to be so good because if you're going to go in there and you're because I, I, I don't know I feel like because it's not match made a lot of teams are going to fail and if they fail then you got to consider the fact that they're going to want to jump back in or not and if there's not a carrot being dangled like think about when people were first running like things like Vogue and stuff it was like you would stay in there because you knew the rewards were worth it you couldn't get Fatebringer anywhere else you couldn't you couldn't get anywhere else it needs to be at that level Nova Hands hey Lono do you think Bungie will continue the chalice type loot pursuit in Shadowkeep they've been building on this idea since Black Armory but they're also notorious for leaving things behind I don't think they're going to leave this idea behind and I'll tell you why uh, quite simply because they evolved they evolved the Ada Bounties. And when they evolve on something, to me, that means we're going to get more of it. Just like we've gotten more, you know, Horde Mode style content. Why? Well, because they evolved it beyond what it originally was. And I think that's important. Um, because that means that number one if they're evolving it that means they like it or they're thinking about it or they think it's good and also that typically means that the community is responding positively to it as well and if the community is responding positively to it then you have a lot of reason to keep doubling down you know if if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna invest in something i would invest in stuff that's getting good responses and that's generally what's been happening. Man, I'm playing very poorly. Jacko, do you think people also oversee uh, that this is breaking the economy, especially right now with Cabby with so much rewards? Well, and that's where I try to land on this with people. Like, I try to let them know. I'm like, guys, I'm thinking about longevity. I don't want to take away your fun, right? I don't want to take away your fun. You're, you getting loot and having a good time is important to me. But I also don't want you to be to turn around in in a couple months and then feel like well or not even a couple months couple weeks and then you're like well that's it we're done you know we're done we got everything we needed it wasn't that hard it was super super easy um so let's not push into the third uh let's not push into the third it's really really easy to flip spawns on this map it's also really really easy to control if we're uh diligent so, in, in general, I think, yeah, there'll be more Chalice content. If anything, there'll be more Chalice-like content because we've responded so well on top of the fact that people um, 
are asking for it. And it's not the first time. It's not like, th- 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 again, this is an evolution of Ada. Fat Adam, do you think Heroic Menagerie will provide a nice challenge of level for fire teams? Oh, I think it'll be hard, yeah. I mean, just because it's a Delta. I mean, with modifiers and stuff, with modifiers in general, modifiers make things hard. So we said this morning, with that Delta, if they if they freaking if they add that delta and they do something like blackout, dude, it's going to be unbelievably difficult. I, that, my concern is it's going to be real passive. That's my biggest concern is that it's going to turn into a lot of passivity. You're going to have somebody just basically like camping with a freaking um you're going to have people camping with stuff like well of radiance so that their team doesn't get extinguished and that's not good. That's not good. Uh, the real Jabby says, after not playing for a while, I, I backed up so many of my exotic quests. What do you think are the main ones I should focus on? I would read some articles or look at the weapons, like watch some videos on those weapons and then make your, make your decision. I don't, I don't really care what you use. It's up to you, man. Uh, can I still hope for an exotic weapon from Heroic Menagerie? I really want something great, uh, great talks, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that could be where there's an exotic, right? There could be a missing exotic and it could be inside of it could be inside of the heroic menagerie op mark is the season trailer there's a shattered throne style version of menagerie dark monochrome how'd you feel about heroic mode look like that oh if they did like an aesthetic thing oh that'd be cool i mean i i don't to me if if you're gonna do you're gonna make it harder don't just make it harder make it make it cooler they did that with king's fall remember like all the guns were black how cool was that right it's like man all these guns are now black and that was was always so frustrating about the ship not being black uh we always thought that they should have changed the ship to black and we got that in you know the spindle mission um and we didn't really ever get it back then. It looks like the, you know, the bat, the, the bat wing. Milky says, if someone farms five hand cannons per menagerie run and gets their hand cannon god roll, they won't start farming the activity like they would a nightfall. Um, there are multiple other, you wrote a book, Milky, breaking our own rules here as a mod. There are multiple other weapons as well as enhanced armor perks on three classes to farm. There is so much to grind that in this activity, I don't think it's too generous. Are you concerned that even limiting the post-activity rewards to three chests, you make the gear grind inaccessible to even moderately hardcore players? Again, my concern would be you need um, you need it to be in line with the perk diversity. Because right now, I don't feel like they've got enough perk diversity in the game to justify it. Because, like, I know MTash is like, oh, instead of just settling for a good roll, people are going to actually go for god rolls. I mean, maybe, right? Maybe. I don't know. You could you could definitely say that people are going to settle for, uh, you know, good rolls because they can get stuff so fast, they're not going to want to wait. You know, they're going to be like, well, I'm getting stuff so fast, who the frick cares? Holy crap, that, that super at the end. Um, they might be like, I... I've got nine of the guns and I got two good rolls and then they'll just kind of settle for the good rolls. I think that's always, I don't know. I think the potential danger for people settling for good rolls can land in either scenario. It can land in either scenario because you're like, I'm getting so many. I'm happy with this role and now I'm going to move on to something else. 
or they the, the other the other potential this is another potential here or they just settle for the god roll because they get it really fast there's that's always a potential you, there, there's always a potential that like with this turnover rate they do get god rolls way way faster than you typically would and that creates that element of of like well now that I've gotten this this god roll I am going to disengage now Milky is making a good point though in his question by saying well consider this they won't stop grinding it because there's other things to grind for and that is that is true that is true I'll concede that point. Instead of it being like a nightfall where you're like, well, I got the god roll wardens, I'm done. Bungie would say, okay, but in the menagerie, you have 15 total armor pieces across three characters, and you have, I don't know how many guns there are. Let's say there's seven guns. I don't know how many guns there are. There's maybe five guns, actually. In any case, five to seven guns. Oh, seven guns. I was right. Okay. Seven guns, 15 armor pieces. That's 22 total items. So if you're going for god rolls on every item, then that that drop rate is warranted. Here's where it kind of me- me- messes up, though. Are there really god roll boots? Are there really god roll chest pieces? Are there really god roll marks? You see what I'm saying? Like, a lot of those pieces of armor, you don't really need a god roll. They're kind of basic. And this is why I'm saying, if this is structure and scaffolding for reward structure in future content where there's tons of potential rolls, tons of potential perks on both the guns and the armor pieces, then yes, I'm okay with the drop rate. But right now, it's like there's very little to no depth on the armor, and there's not a lot of depth on guns. We're all going for the same dadgum rolls that we've been going for for the last year. So my hope would be, if this is the gold standard for, for, for farming, and they say, nope, not only do you pick the gun, you pick the masterwork, you're getting five drops per completion instead of just one. We think this is the gold standard for gear farming. That pairs better with guns with like six perks, and I know we're getting armor with intellect, discipline, and strength and other things in, in September, so that remains to be seen. Again, Bungie needs to be careful because this sets an expectation. Look at look at what happens to your to your morale and your experience and your attitude when you go from Menagerie to Iron Banner right now. It feels freaking terrible. I just want a grenade launcher with spike nades. I was reading Chevy's tweets. He's like 152 Iron Banner matches to get a freaking swarm with spike nades. And I'm like, that literally makes me feel like tired reading that. And I go into Menagerie and I'm like, hand cannon, hand cannon, hand cannon, hand cannon. Yes. Shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. Yes. And then you have so many. This is a point that MTash made. This is a well-made point. You have so many weapons, you're like, this is good. This is a little bit different. Maybe I could make Swashbuckler look work a little bit better than Trench Barrel in the right circumstances. So I'm going to run Swashbuckler when I'm in this piece of content. I'm going to run Trench Barrel when I'm in this piece of content. And then I go into Iron Banner and I'm like, dude, I haven't seen a grenade launcher in 28 games. So they're setting an expectation and they better be prepared to meet it. That's my biggest piece of feedback. They better be prepared to meet this expectation. You better give us this way of grind everywhere else, because if not, it ends up making us dislike the other content or not engage with the other content if it's not as rewarding as, you know, the way the chalice is rewarding. 
Best way to farm runes is to put on Rune Finder and run Lake of Shadows. Go through the director. Go to EDZ, run Lake of Shadows over and over and over again. It's the fastest strike. Five to six minutes, sometimes seven or eight. And then you get two runes almost every time. Big fat banana. You mentioned in the talk that people farm an hour for runes before they go to the menagerie. However, that's not always true. A lot of people AFK and Crucible and sometimes strikes free runes. Okay, that's your point is superfluous. Those people are douchey and shouldn't be doing that. That's not a that's not normative. That's not what most people are doing. That's what some people are doing. What do you think Bungie can do to fix that and how much does it contribute to the problem? They gotta take action against AFKers. Temp bans, week long bans or something. Just make it painful enough, you know? Make it just make it painful enough to where they can't play for a while and they like, uh, it's not worth doing. You know? Uh, what did I do? Oh, I clicked on the wrong thing on the spreadsheet. Uh, fastest way to farm rooms, strikes, crucible gambit. I think Lake of Shadows. Uh, Alex Mike, I agree with you that the chest should be, uh, patches or at least changed or patched. You think that because they waited instead of hot flicks, it could cause more harm than good. Well, that was Paul Tassie's contention on Twitter was that people are going to get really freaking angry if they suddenly decide to change this. And I'm like, let them get angry. You know, let them get angry. I, it, 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 they, you can't leave this. That's why I told people, I was like, people are like, I'm not even going to play if they patch it. And I'm like, but in what, in what space in Destiny have you ever gotten this level of loot turnover? Like, ever. You know? When? It's, it's, it's almost non-existent. There's no grind in Destiny that is this efficient. There just isn't. And so, I just, I don't know what you're comparing it to. Again, if they set this expectation, they better be prepared to meet it. They just better be prepared to meet it. Kind of popping off, but I am using Lord of Wolves, so I'm not going to get arrogant. Uh, What if they made it to where the more times you do the Menagerie in a row, the more drops you get? So after one run, you get one drop. Oh, like a playlist multiplier buff thing. I could may I could maybe get behind this. I don't think this is a good middle ground. I just think a better middle ground is when people can go in and do something like in the Verdant Forest, and when they do the right thing in the Verdant Forest, they got the um they got the extra chests from the boss. You know, they got the they got the five chests at the end. I like when it's like that, when you're like, no, you have to stay in the playlist, and if you don't stay in the playlist, then you're not going to get the buff, then I think that's problematic. Oh, I can't believe I didn't get in with shoulder charge. Should Escalation Protocol still need keys? I don't really care about that. Um, Retool it probably would be my recommendation for Escalation Protocol. Uh, Evil the Waffler, everyone is praising this and Bungie has the love of the community right now. Do you think it would be wise to fix this and make the community mad again? This is exactly why I think they need to take a, you know, a middle ground. Take a middle ground approach because that would be, you know, leaning into what people are doing and then not only leaning into what people are doing, but also sort of saying, we hear you, we like you, we, you know, we know you guys like this. Um, so we're going to give you, you know, what you want. That was the worst super of my entire life. Um, cause if you, basically if you say, yeah, you could just cut down the end timer, but then people going for lore might not be able to get to it or whatever, depending on how far you have to go. Um, 
Because they could definitely say, listen, we hear where you guys are coming from. We know you like this, but we do feel like this is setting bad expectations for loot turnover. Therefore, we're limiting it to like three opens per run or something. Um, My efficiency was a 10.0. Those guys were so bad. I am sorry to that team. Um, So, I... That, I, I think a happy medium. I think if you just talk with the community and you say, we get it, we know you guys like this, um, we, we, we don't want to take it away, but we also don't want to leave it unchecked would be the best way to approach the topic. Uh, Obey Supreme. Menagerie Knight might need sharing of loot like in Division? No, not at all. Uh, Floyd. I wonder, do you think Bungie hasn't fixed the chest glitch so they can gather data for future loot drop ratios? Has the glitch modified player behavior enough that Bungie's like, maybe we leave the glitch, see where it breaks the experience? I mean, this is good feedback. They could definitely say, let's look how long it takes the average person to get a, a god roll. Let's say, okay, players who play... 20 out 20 to 30 hours a week how long were they willing to grind for a god roll let's look at players who play five to ten hours a week how long were they willing to play for a god roll how many opportunities how many times did they go in there and pop the chest with the combination for the hand cannon or something they could weigh that and say this is the threshold of player patience and persistence let's modify future content around this information that is a good idea i agree they should be looking at player behavior in response to this generosity because I do think that is a part of the problem is it's too rewarding, it's setting expectations for all future loot pursuits skillet rise what if they just simply added two more chests with a total of three, yeah we've already talked about three chests just like parroting what's already been put in chat and this talking multiple times you might not have been here though but I'm just gonna glance like just glide over your question because we've already talked about doing three chests FW blue do you ever run Menagerie with chat and just have fun and just wondering because some streamers choose not to? I was just doing that this morning. I did it all last week. I think it's a blast. Arctic Spartan. Would Reckoning have been more popular if it had similar system? It might have gone spare. I, dude, if Reckoning had this system, I would have grinded Reckoning for a spare rations. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I said a week into Drifter, I was like, just give Drifter Ada-style bounties, have them rotate each week, so I can get the freaking hand cannon that I want. Yes, I would have been in Reckoning every day going for that spare rations. 100%. I would have been in Reckoning every day for the grenade launcher. The, what, uh, what's it called? The Doomsday? Dude. I would have been going in there for it. It's a unique perk. Evil the Waffler. Do you know if the armor from Menagerie works in the old levy raids? Anything that has that slot works in the levy raids, dude. All you got to do is put the is is slot it. It has this slot right here, and so does Eververse armor. So, um, the answer to your question is, I guess, like yes, you can just basically do it. Like you just put it in there. Choose American. I disagree with the three hundred seconds are for lore topic. It seems if it is used for player testing. Um, to get more people playing after the terrible drop rates of Season of the Drifter. Your thoughts? Is it fault of the glitch or the total amount of times you can actually do it? Again, I don't necessarily have a problem with people doing it. I have a problem with the expectation it's setting. So I do it and I, I, I love it, right? I'm like, yeah, another chance. Yeah, another chance. Oh my gosh, I almost got the one I wanted, right? Like as a, as a loot as a loot pursuit player, uh, it scratches an itch, you know? It's like, yes, let's go until we get the one that we want. And I think that is, again, maybe player testing, right? A lot of people have, are, are thinking along those lines, like Bungie did this on purpose, you know, and because they did it on purpose, they're not going to shut it down. They're going to gather information. 
uh, Arcane. Do you think PvP's current sandbox is a testing ground for the new version of PvP or an oversight by the live Q&A team? If you're talking about Lord of Wolves, I mean, I I, it, I, I don't know if you could say oversight. I, I think they like to just make crazy stuff and see how people respond. Um, you know, that's just Destiny for the last five years. Um, Destiny for the last five years has been very much, you know, let's throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. You know? Uh, oh, that Arab guy. What if there are extra things to do in Menagerie to allow for more drops? Sort of like Scourge of the Past, Extra Chest, this has already been put out there. Uh, Tattoo Evolution says, do you think it's important for Bungie to focus on Lord of Wolves nerfs uh, and the Crown of Sorrows bug that prevents players uh, from getting flawless triumph in the raid before fixing a bug that helps players? Well, generally speaking, that always is a sore subject for the community, right? When they basically fix stuff that helps the player before fixing stuff that hurts the player. Um, so yeah, I can I can definitely see that side of things to be like, man, can you guys, like people can't even go for flawless right now. Can you guys please fix that first? Um, I could definitely see somebody taking that attitude and be like, come on, Bungie, like you know, we we can't even get we can't even get the fricking you know flawless you know, raider right now on this raid triumph or whatever the frick. Um, so I can see somebody saying, fix that first before doing anything else. Uh, and I would probably agree with those people. I don't think the chest farm is, is, a, is a fire, right? Put out the fires. People are literally not able to do Flawless Raider. That's kind of a fire. That kind of needs addressed. Um, that's kind of frustrating. That's not kind of frustrating. That's very frustrating uh, for, for raiders to feel like they can't do the thing they want to do because of a glitch, not because they fail or something. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely needing, uh, addressed and we'll see what they do. Uh, do you think they could potentially make the glitch only possible in heroic? That'd be kind of weird. I I said they should lean into it in a way where player intentionality is, is landing on it. So it's like, um, you can do it if you want. Uh, and if you don't, then, you know, you get less drops or whatever. Um, that guy just tanked a grenade to the face. I guess when you're in super, you can tank a grenade to the face. That's kind of lame. We only have one more question, by the way, guys, if you want to submit more questions. So I, that to me, isn't leaning into it. I think leaning into it is saying, okay, if you, if you do the thing, if you satisfy this thing, then you can, you know, you can get the extra drops instead of being like, oh, it's only, you can only do the glitch in heroic. That just seems kind of weird because then people are going to be like, well, I can't get a team to run heroic. I can only run matchmaking. Um, and then I think that'd be a sore subject for players that like to run the matchmade. Um, because they'd feel like there's literally no chance of them getting the good drops that they used to get. That would almost feel like, oh, you're taking stuff away from us and giving it to the hardcore players. Um, and I think that'd be understandably frustrating for folks. Senior Natata, how about they just remove the chest and make the loot fall from the boss on kill like in D1? Maybe all bosses from Menagerie can feel rewarding still. I don't think this is necessary. I think this is an overcorrection. Um, 
I think the community is showing that they like multiple drops. So that's why I think they should lean into it instead of away from it. Don't lean away from it like, yeah, you get one drop from the boss and that's it. That's a, that's a really, really sharp lean away. Um, and I think players would justifiably be like, man, you guys really overcorrected here. Um, so leaning in makes more sense because leaning in is sort of like, we're listening to the community. We know you guys like this. Uh, we're going to give you more of it, not not sharply less of it. So, uh, Taffy, what if instead of maxing out an encounter in Menagerie to get an extra chest, but completing secret triumphs to get it, or is this chest overload? Well, I said, like, do challenges, yes. Like, have challenges in there, you know, if you do this at this boss, you know, there's already the one challenging triumph where, like, if you take the one Vex boss to, like, all the different plates, that's a triumph, right? That's pretty cool. You know, that's a, that's a unique way of doing the fight. That's an endurance fight. That's kind of like, um, if you remember in Wrath of the Machine, having to use uh, all of the, having to use all of the, the rooms or whatever. That was kind of neat. You know, that was a neat way of doing it. It was like, it was an endurance fight. You had to make the fight last longer. Sloppy Octopus. What do you think of the potential mod farm lost with a chest glitch fix? Should we be able to pull mods from collections? I don't really know what it is you're actually talking about here. I don't know of a mod farm. As far as I know, people are doing this because it's literally the fastest way. Um, it is literally the fastest way to get the guns. So, uh, damage gating a fight seems lazy. It's not damage gating. It's an endurance test. You stop damaging on your own. That's not a damage gate. That's a. That's not the proper term to use. Having people do endurance t- endurance fights is not a damage gate. Uh, Gassy, do you think it's possible for Bungie to add player design armor sets into the game through Eververse? Warframe does that through Steam. It's a very popular feature. Um, I don't know about that. I've always been. I've, I'm I'm a, still a pretty strong proponent of them allowing us to uh, design our own shaders and emblems for clans. I think that would be super super hot. Uh, and I could see them really, really leaning into that and saying, you know, here's the ability to design your own shader, design your own emblem. And it like, you know, your, your team can pick all the, the different things. Cause like right now, you know, our clan banner has like the wolf and the chevrons and that red and that black that's from like the crimson, I think it's called crimson valor shader, right? Well, those uh, those design elements are in the game, so I think designing our own shaders and emblems would be even cooler. Maybe you could do that in the in in the Eververse. Like you buy like a like a pack that allows you to make one custom shader. Um, that could be pretty cool, you know, as well. Um, so I I think in general, like people designing their own armor could get a little weird. Um, so, but I think shaders and emblems would be something that'd be really, really, um, really, really neat. It's not exciting enough in your opinion. Oh, I mean, it doesn't really matter what your opinion is. I just don't think that it would work. Designing our own armor is like elaborate compared to like assigning colors and textures to a shader. 
I don't I, I just don't think it fits with the identity of this game either like armor has lore it has a background it has a destination and you're gonna like go in and like make your own armor it just doesn't seem to fit destiny if you think it's more exciting that's fine like designing armor is more exciting for you than designing a shader but I just don't think it fits in destiny designing a shader and an emblem makes sense because it's part of a clan thing like the identity of your clan your clan staff all those things that's more in line with stuff that's already in the game rotating main color that's another thing i would love because like whenever you go and apply a shader like right now i'm like okay these arms don't look right there's not enough green i should be able to press a button to rotate the shader that would allow you to to have maybe more green or more gold whatever you're whatever you're wanting so uh drewski uh, I don't know if this has already been said, but with the bar filling mechanic, maybe they can make it to where the more you fill the bar efficiently, fill it, the more chests you get at the end. Yeah, multiple people have, have different versions of this idea this morning where the better you play or challenging, you know, satisfying challenges, when you do those things, you could then potentially get, you know, um, the extra chest. So, silver only armor set designed by players, just an idea. I think Steam Workshop could make it possible. Again, I just don't think that that I just don't think that that fits Destiny. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying I don't think it fits Destiny to have us designing our own armor. Amish Milkman, do you think Bungie is using this as a means to find what perks people are looking for? Since next season we are getting a transmog system, I don't think they're in the dark about what perks we want, dude. They certainly could be using this to test and measure player behavior, but. I uh, highly doubt. I highly doubt that they are they are saying, "Oh man, we better do this to make sure that we know what perks people are going for." Um cuz in general, I think it's pretty obvious what ones we're going for. If if anything, I think they need to say like, I don't think I play with Rain. I think he's usually working during the day. I think if anything, they should be asking the question of how long are people willing to put up with this right how long are people willing to put up with this are you know are are they are they really really worth like wanting to chase god rolls for x amount of time and then again how much of that is short changed or quickened or you know the or, or or hastened by the fact that you can get so many rolls on a gun ah I thought it would track. I was a little too high. Grizzle Dog. What about choose your loot type of scenario, meaning that if we slot an Ostringer, you get three of them, but you're only able to keep one. This is this is when I think we start adding things that are that are out of left field, right? So if if you add this, this is from another game. This isn't necessarily from Destiny. And that's when I feel like it wouldn't, it just wouldn't go over very well. It's like you're adding something, um, you're adding something that is, is from another game. And I don't like ideas like that. We should never be shoving in something from another video game. The, uh, the idea of like, they, the guns drop and you can obviously wait until you get the drop that you want is very, very, very much destiny. Um, and that's my freaking heavy bro. Uh, you know, that's very, very destiny. And I think that's, that's more in line with what we're doing, but like, you can only keep one or something like, I don't know. That feels like something from another game. 
that's why I just think enabling the player to like open the chest multiple times is cool. Uh, yuck! Uh, this gun is so gross. Um, and that that we should they should lean into that more than like creating new mechanics or things for people that are you know farming. I think they should they sh- they we don't need we don't need new mechanics. We need to lean into what's already working. Uh, Steve, what kind of perks do you want to see them add? I kept hearing you say there's not a lot of perks or combos. Just curious. Well, if they went back to a primary, secondary, and heavy system so that we could have like true elemental primaries, not like really like janky elemental primaries in the energy slot that hardly ever get used because there's almost no kinetic secondaries in the game. Um, that would be my, that would be my feedback is lean into that. Um, and then, if you lean into that, you could have elemental-based perks, and you could have uh, uh, damage-based perks. So, like, right now, damage-based perks are Swashbuckler, Trench Barrel, Rampage, Kill Clip. Those are all damage-based perks. But elemental-based perks could take on a whole new, you know, a whole new thing. Damage over time, burning, suppression, blinding, electrocution, chain lightning... Things like this, you would, I don't think really need to even, you would, it wouldn't be that hard to create a lot of this stuff. This stuff's, you know, a lot of this stuff's already existed in the game. Zalo had like the chain lightning, uh, dot damage is already in the game and it's in, in, in different ways, but it's there. Um, and, and so though there's definitely tons that they could do within the realm of like, we're going to, um, this gun is stupid. That we're we're going to create elemental based stuff, and I think a lot of the times people would be like, "Well, it's still it's still such a damage focused game that that's all people are going to focus on is damage." And I'm like, "That's probably true, um, but it would at least give you some." pivoting and some maneuvering within your loadout to be like I love this hand cannon it's not quite as strong as this other hand cannon but the damage over time perk or the incendiary rounds is just fun or the chain lightning is fun or the suppression field or the blinding lightning is just fun like that would be the main thing is that as long as it matched the efficiency of other really really cool stuff in the game then the bigger question would be uh, it keeps giving me the wrong <laughs> grenade launcher. It's a 750 though, so I guess we'll have to keep it. Uh, we already have like a really, really good one. Um, so I guess we'll do that. Yeah, I already have a one with uh, spike nades. Put that on a rally barricade. It ain't bad. Uh, we want we want the other grenade launcher though. We want the swarm. Dag on it. Uh, Rusty with another question with a question says. Do you think something like Menagerie needs to be updated in year three with new items, maybe updated to include year three loot after a few months? When I look at Blindwell, Escalation Protocol, the original Forge and Curse of Osiris, the Infinite Forest, the Forges, and I look at uh, the Reckoning, and I look at the Menagerie, I see containers. And I think if you add bosses, mechanics, and loot every once in a while, I would love to see the original Forge and Curse of Osiris, the Infinite Forest, and Escalation Protocol all resurfaced and repurposed in the next annual pass. I would also love to see the Blind Well resurface and repurposed. New bosses, new mechanics, and more intentional loot pursuit. And I think people would grind the frick out of it. Um, at the very least, you know, I would... It, 
at a very bottom rung, I would go back and really, really want a very intentional and consistent grind for the Escalation Protocol armor because I think it's awesome. Um, so that, but even even beyond that, I think repurposing that those containers and adding new loot, new perks, and new stuff is something that they need to do. I always think they're gun shy of doing it because the community gets so like recycled content, and it's just like you're gonna run out of room on your director okay like there's only so much space out here going to different planets and different encounters and different loopable content and repurposing it I think would be awesome so I think you said this issue D2 is one dimensional it's just damage driven you need team buffs actual dots etc well and this is where enemy types could change you know damage weapons might become less effective if they start to institute new modifiers stuff that's very very high on elemental needs if you really really need elemental damage if you really need burn damage blinding damage suppression damage lightning damage you know chain lightning etc if you really feel those is a needed thing then you would grind for those weapons and you would use those in those environments right now in most environments it's like what can i one shot trash ads with hand cannon what can i barrel stuff on majors with shotguns and fusions and what's good for damage on bosses spike nades and so everything's damage based though in those decisions and then the other thing that you're thinking about is survivability so when you go into really really difficult content well of radiance and tether are insanely influential so it's it is it's very one dimensional so if there was an area where you'd go and you're like damage isn't really the issue here um you know maybe make mini bosses and bosses that are more susceptible to elemental damage and they resist you know explosions so then you put away your rocket launchers and your grenade launchers you got to kind of think through and strategize um yeah the shielded shanks in zero hour kind of gives you an insight into that why is my i must have left my headset off of the charger last night i'm getting a low battery warning that's not that's not normal um oh well um so yeah Oh, that Arab guy. In a recent post from Bungie talking about Lord of Wolves, they said, we're going to be reducing the damage resistance of roaming supers this fall. What are your thoughts for this for PvP and PvE? Um, If you're going to lower, they're going to lower damage resistance for roaming supers. Well, I mean, I don't know why they were talking about that when they were talking about Lord of Wolves. I mean, I would definitely say if roaming supers feel like they're way too strong and almost impossible to shut down then they'll have to look at that I don't have strong opinions on stuff like this because I don't play enough crucible so I don't know if there's like an actual issue in the game right now with roaming supers I don't play enough uh, to commentate Um, but if it is a problem then that you know they'd have to address that in 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 due time so just when they can. I just don't know. Uh, Nocturnal Owl. Uh, Nocturnal Owl. What would you think about still only having one rune drop, but then getting a few random drops of other Menagerie-themed items based on Menagerie performance? Perfect Encounters, grant the item, uh, possibly. I don't really know what you're talking about. Um, when you say one rune drop, like, what are you talking... What are you actually talking about? You you guys are just... Now, we're getting into that thing where I think people want to ask a question, so you're just throwing out ideas. Um, so I don't really know what you're asking. It's not spelled out. So you slot it in the chalice. 
Again, you're not explaining yourself. Sloppy Octopus. Uh, what I mean with an upgraded version of the Chalice is you can get new mods at the end chest as weekly rewards. It's the same as the weapon farming. Oh, 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 I don't have that upgrade yet. That's why when you asked that question, I was like, what the frick are you talking about? Um, so, y- yeah, I mean, anytime the, a farm becomes too... Anytime a farm becomes too rewarding, they have to analyze it. That's why I'm taking issue with the multiple chest pops. Because multiple chest pops, I think, just creates a problem. You're you're getting loot so, so fast that you're going to be able to get god rolls too quickly. Now, again, people were pushing back. They were like, yeah, but Lono, you know, the ability to get god roll armor and weapons takes such a long time. Um most people aren't going to be getting those items that fast. And I'm like, okay, even still, even still, it sets a really bad, I blew myself up. It sets a really bad expectation because then people are going to ignore and reject future content if it's not that rewarding. So, uh, Blader, if players are settling for a God roll that isn't optimal because it doesn't have the right barrel uh, limiting them to one chest run is just artificially inflate their need to time spent in the menagerie instead of rewarding them for staying in the activity get the optimal god roll with loot generosity well but they're not having to stay in the activity they're basically just they're basically just running the thing like they're just running back and forth right you I, I literally can go in with five or six runes for a hand cannon and get those five or six hand cannons I'm not staying in the I'm not staying in the content. I'm running it once and then not running it again. So you just contradict yourself. How can it be cheesy if it's not a cheese? I mean, if you're going to split hairs and be argumentative in the chat, like I'm just going to ignore you. It is a cheese. Oh, not you. I was like, what the frick? I was like, it is a cheese, but uh, you know, and it, it is cheesy. I, I don't, I don't think I've said that. I think you were talking. Yeah, you were talking to somebody else. Ignore that. All right. Halfy, uh, 210, a bit off topic. When armor 2.0 comes out, is year one or year two armor going to be obsolete? Um, uh, like last year when we farmed for the solstice armor because weeks later it was useless. I mean, I don't, I, I, I think we're jumping to conclusions here. Um, so we don't know if it'll be obsolete. We're going to have to wait for details from Bungie about the, the obsoleteness. I said that they could introduce, they could decide to introduce, um, uh, they could decide to introduce the new stuff with, with solstice. I don't know. Um, Cruxley, do you think the Triumph gear this season will carry over to Shadowkeep? No idea. There's a lot left in the season. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, I'm interested to see how Heroic Menagerie is received and if there's dope rewards or an exotic in there. The one and only JD18. Why is Bungie shying away from a skeleton key formula? The best solution for the Menagerie chest farming would be require players to grind for a consumable that allows for drops at the end of Menagerie run. Max out five consumables per run. No, see, I disagree with this because you're adding more currency on top of currency. There's how many runes, how many rune combinations, then there's the Imperials, and you want to add on top of that another currency, another thing to, like, open it up. Now, this, what you're saying 
could go in line with what we were saying like if you satisfy challenges you get that key and then there's three chests at the end and you can have three you know three keys if you maximize efficiency in the in, in the menagerie but again i don't want to be like out in public events or strikes or nightfalls or whatever the frick grinding for another currency this season's already kind of currency heavy and I think that's okay, but I don't think we want any more on top of it. The only currency I think you could have on top of the current currency is a rune exchange. Five runes for a coin. And then that coin can be used to buy a single rune from Werner. That would only be contained in his in his, in his menu. It wouldn't be anywhere else. I, it, it, we don't want to add any more. We don't want to add more mechanics. I think, again, lean into what people are already doing. Just limit it so you're not opening it six to ten times per run. Dark side with extinguished no matchmaking 75770 enemies is heroic magic just a prestige raid and since so few run them is it a mistake to exclude 95% of the community um we'll have to wait and see what's inside you know so Ruku do you think that sharing drops would work no uh I don't want that in the game passing over anything that talks about sharing drops or far or 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 um crafting those ideas are bad keep them out of destiny jesus of the compton do you think they will update the chalice rewards um so in season eight instead of yeah somebody already asked about this like repurposing old content i don't know if they'll do it or not i would love it if they start to do this with old content um but menagerie getting repurposed immediately would be weird i think there's other containers that could be uh that could be repurposed first blood with 28 months welcome back Calm J Winter. What is the shader on the Recluse? Uh, probably Crimson Valor, I think. Yeah, Crimson Valor. Uh, Nova Hands. The trace rifle they showed in the vid doc that enlarged enemies' crit area was really interesting. Would you like to see more support weapons like that in the game? Weapons that change the fight, weapons that add suppression or damage over time, or like that. You know, like yeah, like it adds a, a you know a crit on it or whatever I, I, I could get behind more stuff like that yes because that creates an environment where you're being more thoughtful and doing things that you ordinarily wouldn't do and I think that's when I think that's when good 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 content can arise from that because then you're then you're changing the way you play according to your gear right now it's like you get an exotic and you change the way you play like marginally you know, you wait to Nova until there's a giant group. Um, and then after that, it's sort of a, um, he must be using the scout. Yeah, that's why he's sitting all the way back there. You know, it, it you don't change really how you play right now, but something like that would change the way that we play. Yes. And I think that that would be good. Um, that'd be good. So that's why I was saying elemental based weaponry would be a really, really fun thing. And that would be a way for people to feel like they're changing the way that they play, as well as having content built for those differences as well. Uh, Wicked GT. What are your thoughts on the Eververse remodel coming in the fall with Shadowkeep? I think it's fantastic. Uh, hopefully it just like standardizes. Um, hopefully it standardizes transmog like across the game so that you can use old armor sets if you want. Uh, to enable you to like look the way that you want because there's a lot of really great armor sets in the game that I would love to make everything look like you know the uh, I would love to make everything look like the Braytech stuff or the the um, Escalation Protocol armor is also really really good um, so I would I would go that route that this gun is broken uh Matanagi, 
the go back to the topic of nerking resilience on supers and PvP, I think the solution to this is actually to bring back the matchmaking weapon elements to supers dealing increased damage uh, thoughts. That's a little like rock, paper, scissors, and I think that's one of the reasons people don't like it. Um is because you, you, you have no idea what's going to pop and, and, and what, what you should have equipped. Little rock, paper, scissors is all. I don't necessarily know if it's a bad idea. I think that's maybe why they did away with it. Perfect Wolf. With D2 becoming more RPG, would you like to see skill trees retooled? My feedback on skill trees has always been drill down, right? Drill down. That's the, I think that's the ticket is you pick an attunement. Like I always use way of a thousand cuts and then you drill down and you can have like five different modifiers for knife trick. So your knife trick does more damage and, but takes longer to come back. Mine does less damage, comes back a little bit quicker, and it does damage over time. You start to pick different things and like tool, you know, tool down into different things um, that changes the way you actually utilize the uh, all the abilities. Would be how I would do it. Um, that's I think that would be a that would be a good way to start drilling down into the existing attunements. Salty coffee. That'd also be a way to make Titans not suck so bad in PvE endgame uh, as well. <laughs> That'd be a way to like help them out. Well, that's a great spawn. Uh, XBZ. With each season of the weapons obtainable in the... Did I skip somebody? Yeah, I did. Salty coffee. Uh, opening routes obtaining pinnacle weapons in coming seasons to alleviate issues of those who are more PvP and PvE focused. I'm just getting really, really great spawns right now. Nope, nope. Do the pinnacle farm or don't get the weapon. End of story. XBZ. With each season, the weapons obtainable in the menagerie are changed. No idea. Dan Papa. When cross save comes, do you think they are going to have to fix recoil issues with hand cannons? Um, I don't really know what your line of thinking is here. They should fix it regardless of... Cross save has no bearing in this discussion. They need to standardize recoil because it's stupid to not have it be standardized. Like, cross save shouldn't even be a, like a part of the reasoning, Right? Cross save should not be like, well, we decided to standardize recoil because of cross save. And it's like, wait, what? Like, um, what about, what about the fact that the, the weapons should just all behave the same way instead of being different and random, especially if you're trying to balance hand cannons, they should all exactly, they all should be behaving exactly the same. URL lights fading. Do you think... We will see light level gain this solstice of heroes. I don't know. I, I, I have my doubts that they're going to do that again. Um, but I could see them saying they want to. Um, I could see them saying that they want to, but I don't know. Ashton Annihilator. You guys are doing a lot of speculative questions like, are we going to keep our weapons? Are weapons going to be obsolete? Are they going to retool Menagerie? Are they going to let us do this? Are they going to let us do that? There's no way for me to answer those questions, guys. So I'm going to start skipping over them really fast. Uh, should the intentionality of Menagerie and Black Armor be given to Crucible and Iron Banner? Yep, we already had this question. Uh, Dominus Corbite, YouTuber I watch made the point that looters come to focus on um, uh, too much on reward and experience. Do you think the bunch should try to lean harder to make encounters more unique? Well, no, because again, I think that in general, I think in general, the... Um, Loot pursuit is mainly why people play. This idea that, like, encounters need to be unique. Well, unique for how long? Like, the mechanic in Blind Well was a brand new mechanic. We've never engaged with that mechanic before. But, like, that uniqueness, how long does that actually last? 
you know how long does that actually last because you once you know it and once you've beaten it and once you've run it a handful of times it's the same thing over and over again that's why I think loot reward paths matter far more than like you getting some unique experience that you've never had before because eventually people settle into the people settle into the grinding routes and then that's all they're really doing Batman how would you feel if after the first chest it costs something like Imperials to open up more than once that could keep Imperials in the game at the end but then on the way to like filling out your chalice that could become problematic because then you've got people that's a weird use of that economy in my opinion um I, you know, that's a weird use of the economy. I think that we don't need another economic way of doing it. I think we've already come up with the right way of doing it. Middle ground, challenges or efficiency allowing you to do multiple chest opens. They're going to trip cap us. We were so close on this one too. Right at the end, they trip capped us. Even the Waffer, wouldn't leveling up in Souls of Heroes make, uh, make sense since Heroic Menagerie 770? Um, I never thought about it like that. Um... I never thought about it like that. Blader Magician. You misunderstood when I said keep the players in activity. The odds of getting an optimal roll is um, more than five times of getting settled for a god roll, which keeps us in the activity longer when we choose to not settle because of the increased generosity. Yeah, again, I just think this is six of one half a dozen of the other because you're basically... You're giving me so many rolls. I may just be like the odds of getting the absolute perfect god roll is so low that I just end up being like, I've got like three or four good rolls. So I don't think you can definitively say lots of rewards keep people's in the activity longer. That's subjective because I think people could flip that entire scenario around on you and say, I've gotten seven of the hand cannons and at least two or three of them are so close to being a god roll. I'm good. And I got close to a god roll faster because of the abundance. I think it cuts both ways. Nocturne Owl. And besides, it's superfluous. We've all accepted that people like it. I'm just trying to find a middle ground. So your point's kind of moot and unneeded because we've all we've all admitted the community likes it, but we need to tone it down. So it's not really helpful to be like, yeah, but people are going to stay in there longer if you're rewarding us. We've kind of accepted that like people like it. We're trying to come up with a solution that isn't so exorbitant. And again, if not, all, every single piece of content has to be that rewarding then. And if it's not, it doesn't feel as good. And that's another problem problem so that's why you have to find a happy medium and it has to be an elastic way of like here's a rewarding loot path that's not absurd and then we can use this model in other activities so you don't have this like disjointed feeling of like well menagerie was amazing but virtually everything else sucks with respect to reward with reward rhythm nocturne owl clarification from earlier what would you think of a system where you get an item from the menagerie chest based on the runes you slotted but then on top of that receive a random menagerie drop from individual rooms if for example you clear them with the time left you'd still relieve a moderate amount of loot not completely reduce longevity how would you dictate what you get and where if i get arcborn instead of that other one like or maybe i get arcborn instead of hunted what determines what I get? And then that's RNG. They're already giving you bonus items already on the one. You can get double drops if you if you completely uh, spec out the chalice. So you're asking for something that kind of already exists. Uh, Skoshuke. In your talk, you had the idea of two weapons for a perfect run. Currently, one of the nice aspects of the Menagerie is that there's no punishment for a poor play and taking longer. Do you think it should be too frustrating to lose on those because of performance of blueberries rather than having there always be three? 
I mean, I hear where you're coming from, but at the same time, if once people are really in the end game loot, like they're running that end game loop, I don't necessarily think they're going to be struggling that much. And if you're like, oh my gosh, I keep getting paired with blueberries. I'm having such a hard time. Then find some friends and play with them. That's destiny. Like things are more efficient with a well-oiled team. You know, you're going to beat a raid faster. Uh, you're going to beat a raid faster if you have a team. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get those loot drops uh, quicker if you have a team. So I would say that I, again, happy medium. We don't want it to feel like solo, not solo queuing. We don't want it to feel like matchmaking is a complete lost cause. But at the same time, you don't want it to feel like I, I, I just... I'm getting one drop per, like a happy medium. And again, not having a good run should feel somewhat punishing. If you're a bunch of garbage cam players, like, there should be something that tells you you're playing poorly. Oh, it took a little bit longer. And you got less drops, right? It's okay to communicate to the player, you did a bad job. Like, that's okay. As long as it's not, like, overtly punishing. Like, you get nothing. Get the frick out. You, like, kick them to orbit and they get no gear drops right like that's where I think you can find a hap like I said happy medium is my consistent feedback I swear to frick that's the fourth time in a row I've had a guy in my sights and some coward that follows him and is crouched gets me like there's <laughs> these guys are debating hard like one crouches lets his teammate run forward so he doesn't show up on radar and then when you're about to get the kill he pops out and he's like surprise fusion rifle now, dark side. With the lack of weapon archetypes and element diversity, do you think weapon element mods should return? I think primary, secondary, and heavy is a superior weapon system. Uh, I think that that allows them to lean into elemental perks. That allows them to lean into things that aren't presently in the game, like damage over time, chain lightning, suppression, things like that. Like giving us the ability to use weapons in a very different way, because presently it's all damage based. Uh, it's all damage based. So, uh, Frost Paradox with four months. Welcome back. That's the final question. I'm going to keep streaming. We're going to keep farming Iron Banner for this stupid swarm with spike nades and haven't got one yet. It's probably not going to happen. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all my content, appreciate you listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.